Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Have the communist vegans at the BBC destroyed your faith in humanity? Are you worried that watching too much football has made you racist? Why not take your mind off of society's ills by getting some culture? The Football Ramble have teamed up with audible.co.uk to bring you an audiobook of your choice for free. Sign up for a free one-month trial with no obligation to continue and claim your audiobook now by visiting audible.co.uk slash footballramble. Put your dinners down, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus, and I've got Pete with me. Luke is dead! And Jim. Hello. But Luke's not here. He's dead. Yep. He's not dead. He's he not might dead. Be dead. <laughs> he might be dead. I really hope he well, isn't. Well, it depends when you're listening. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is on the internet, and that'll be around forever. If it's a hundred years from now, we're all dead. There's not much of a boast. Mm. I'll go first. Who's dead? I, I haven't left, lived very well. Yeah, but what a legacy you've left, though, eh? Uh, My goodness, right? Um, a yeah, legacy of legs. <laughs> I, I plan on being a serial killer. Ah, um, don't mm. advertise the fact. Um, it's quite serious drug use. Will probably get you first. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I love drugs, me. Um, yeah, drugs Luke, and hugs. <laughs> Luke isn't here. He's not yeah, very, that's, um, that's the bottom line Which is which is the bottom line Which is why this hilarity is ensuing um, <laughs> but, <laughs> Unabated But we're going to uh, we're well, gonna, Should we get back to the show? We're gonna, no we're, Luke <laughs> No Luke in my head We're going to carry on with the damn show Because the show must go on With mm. Luke or without Luke um, and, and we're going to use the same format It's an opening question <laughs> Okay yeah. Because the sh- no it's, no it's, rambler it's fine it's the same no rambler is bigger than the rambler bigler <laughs> started well it's all it? falling apart straight away Good. no rambler is bigger than the ramble right is, right. is what I was trying Can we to say some boggle is that, what, is that what you're trying to say Which yeah no po- football this week um, it's just going to be this <laughs> shit <laughs> absolute shit <laughs> um uh, which spin bowler um, no which player has impressed you the most uh, with his Movember effort Pete. Can we go for a manager as well? Oh yes, of course. Someone. I would like to go um, for Big Sam, who has managed to get worse at growing moustaches by age. That's in the true. 70s, in the seventies, eighties, mm. he was good, and but now that, he's just—he's just ruined it. But that was a time for the—that was time for the tash. I don't think it's Big Sam. I think it's just people. Mm. No, but I think you know, in the seventies, he would have had longer to cultivate it, wouldn't he? He's only had a month. I mean, that would have been there for years at a time. Well, that is true. <laughs> it's like his moustache is balding. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's, not, it's like it's not set. He's, he's eating a particularly hot strain of gravy, and it has somehow damaged his follicles on his upper lip. It would be years of abuse. Yeah, if that's of, what it is. I think his tash looks a bit embarrassed now because right. he's aware of what it used to be, <laughs> and it's kind of coming out, going, "Ah, oh, I'm a bit grey. I'm a bit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm not what I used to be. Just, I'll just hang around for a bit, and then I'll be off again." Cannot come over a tash, famously. <laughs> Definitely not, Jim. Who have you gone for? Um, I'm, I'm going to go for Robert Hooth. His was absolutely just magnificent. I'm, I, I I can't agree more. Just like a like a pole on his face. It was sausage. Like it, it was made out of metal. It was British Empire esque, mm. <laughs> uh, which was obviously a bad thing. But but stylish. They were stylish <laughs> bastards. Very, the British very, Empire. Very RAF. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's an excellent one. I mm. think um, it really suited him. It had style, it had verve, it had vigour, Marcus Speller. Keep it, mm. is, is what I would say. Mm. Um, I think... Uh, Leighton Baines, honourable mensch. Yeah, like, mm. Baines was little really, really shaggy. Like, it looked so 70s, Baines's, because his hair's a bit long anyway, and he's a little bit indie, isn't That's it? right. Baines sort of made me nostalgic for a time where I hadn't even been born. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked a little bit too Shoreditch for me because he is a bit of a fan of indie. Well, imagine true. Sort of his indie blog out. on the Everton website, isn't he? Yeah, and, and I imagine he'd like wear an Everton um, top 
in Shoreditch, ironically. Mm. Oh, I might be a footballer, but or am I? Oh, yeah. yeah. It'd be, it'd probably be, people say I look like Leighton Baines. <laughs> yeah, it'd be more sort of Shoreditch and hipster if he wrote a blog for the Everton website and just wasn't a footballer. That's just where he had his <laughs> yeah, indie that, blog. That'd be good. <laughs> but I'm not going to go for Baines. We, uh, Michael Owen because it's it, awful no, 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 no but it isn't it was though. bad until the last <clears> week it's I a think. proper it's handlebar like, test it's, it's like someone put some stickle bricks in some oil and just slapped his face three times I know I know what you mean that's Jim how, it's, it's how Beetlejuice appears <laughs> <laughs> slather stickle bricks in oil um, it doesn't look as though it's real but like he's done very well to get that because he's got the bits the, ha- the, the the bits that go down the side which are notoriously hard to grow for a lot of people. He looks try- like he's he looks like he's been trimming it with a blindfold on though. It's, it's all over the place. Are you trying to suggest that he's had some kind of Rooney implant? <laughs> I, do you know what I think <laughs> I am? <laughs> I think I am. But also though, it's, it's so maybe some sort of hilarious football banter. They no, did but, it to him while he was asleep. No, but it looks <laughs> like it's a disguise. It's like Michael Owen's trying to pretend, or, or people say I'm boring. I better like maybe he, he maybe they're like village people with stuff. He's, exactly. he's trying to deceive his own hamstrings. Maybe but they'll bugger <laughs> off and bother somebody else for but a it's, bit. But it's so out of character for Michael Owen to do something <laughs> quite funny. But yet he's still still the same guy. Jim's yeah. got the points. Robert Hoof. Well um, done. Definitely. In, in you, memoriam, Luke Moore. Luke Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete, you've got a little bit of a tash going on today. I'm trying my best, uh, yeah. Marcus. You're doing very well. Very I've well, literally too. only got about um, four days left before yeah. I've got to shave it all off. Don't shave it. No, I am. I'm going to be in the service station Saturday morning. I'm going to be shaving it all off. Okay. I'm planning on being out, that's all. Yeah, or yeah. just do it in your house. No. Um, let's go to the Premier League where Chelsea drew nil nil with Manchester City. There is a full fixtures list, of course, um, during the week, uh, but we're still going to talk about the weekend's action. Chelsea drew nil nil with Man City. It wasn't really what went on the pitch that was the main focus, it was what was going on in the stands with abuse. Rafa Benitez, poor old Rafa Benitez, was getting from the Chelsea fans. Mm. Jim. Yeah, I mean, it was really obviously well orchestrated. There were a lot of fans with those sort of um, raffer out things, and they were yeah. clearly all from the same sort of template and stuff like that. And, mm. you know, the boos really loud. Benitez claimed he didn't hear it, but obviously that's just, you know, him just trying to move on from it as quickly as possible. Well, he kind of said, I asked what they were saying, but then I couldn't hear and I wasn't bothered. Were they saying Boonitez? Who knows? <laughs> um, but I, th- I think the situation is what it is. The, the Chelsea fans have to accept that. It's already a pretty difficult situation for the, the club uh, and the players in particular yeah. to have to deal with because they, obviously they really <clears throat> loved Di Matteo and it looks like the fans did as well. Clearly the fans did. He won the Champions League in the FA Cup. Um, but that, that that's how it is. He's gone. Benitez is there. You've got to get behind your team. Surely that's surely awful support. Well, uh, indeed. I mean, I think that... I know they really, really hate him. But, but, but I mean, but why? I, I heard that, that, that apparently when he said... I would never manage Chelsea. He didn't actually say that, is what I heard. Uh, that was kind of fabricated slightly. Um, but it's, but just, it's just one of those things that... Uh, it's just... This whole weekend has kind of made me want to stop watching Premier League football. The whole weekend from start to finish has just been a, a depressing... Kind of, what, what are they going to achieve by doing that? And it's not about... It just wasn't about um, Di Matteo and respect towards him. It was yeah. just, you know... Mm. Well, it's it's actually I think it's the Chelsea supporters um, trust, possibly they're called. I think I might have their name wrong there. But there's a Chelsea supporters group who um, I think that's a I think that's a banner. Trust the Chelsea supporters, right? (laughs) Um, Yeah, but um, they're saying that Benitez should apologise for supposedly saying that he'd never managed for taking a job, saying things before about their uh, about their flags and stuff. It's just Benitez, you know, when he was attempting mind games at Liverpool, which he was famously really bad at. But asking for an apology is so. It's just it's like Neuer at. uh, Bayern, isn't it? So kind of like oh, you, you're not allowed to do these things as a, as a but it's so petty. But it is, yeah, exactly. It's a bit silly. I mean, when Mark Hughes went to play there, well, you should apologise for the times when you played against us for Manchester United or something, <laughs> yes. you know, or anybody. You could you could target that as I don't know why I chose Hughes, but um, uh, but, but Benitez, like you can't if you're going to have a go, have a go at the establishment at Chelsea, have a go at the people who wrongly ac- accused Clattenburg of doing something yeah. he didn't mm. do, and have a go at the people who are. The reason for this managerial merry-go-round, as, as it appears, is at Chelsea. This very successful managerial merry-go-round. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have a go. Don't have a go at a guy who's unemployed and then is offered a, a pretty good job mm. and takes it just for six months. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're more than within their rights. They're, you know, they're paying public and uh, the brain public at, at times as well. Mm. And you know, they're, they're more than um, allowed to have a go. But it's just one of those things that is this really helping anyone? Is it really Absolutely. helping anyone? And and you know, especially 
I don't know, it's not, not been a good week for football. <laughs> it's, not, it's not been a good week for football. It's not been a good week for footballers either, um, because uh, Manchester City's Kola Torre's been a bit of a naughty boy. Mm. He's been an idiot. <laughs> Let's, um, what's happened, Jim? What's happened? Uh, what's happened is Kola Torre um, has been telling a student, allegedly, this is all alleged, he claims uh, to never have met the girl, uh-huh. um, but he was telling a student that he was a car salesman allegedly. who also did charity work mm. in Africa, allegedly, mm-hmm. and um, was allegedly um, just having an affair with this girl for two alleged years and um, it's, do you remember Marlon Harewood <laughs> Marlon Harewood allegedly also did this alleged thing where he told a girl that he was an estate agent or like an interior Marlon Harewood and like Carlos are very allegedly people mm. but um, this girl worked it out because she saw him score a goal on telly oh, was that and Carlos Turo had no such problem until one of their mates went you know that's Colo Turo <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's more the money shot is excuse the turn of phrase, but the money shot is him peering from behind a shower curtain. Yeah, that's in, one in of the a photos sort of like, he's in a sort of like, well, if I can only see half the camera, the camera can't see me really. Well, that was one of the things she said that um, she, he wouldn't let her take photos of him and stuff like that. All these little weird things that apparently <laughs> made sense. Don't look at me. Why would you do that? You're gonna get caught. How Seems long like a lot you keep of, it going? A lot for? of effort. Seems like a lot of effort. Hmm. It really does. It, there's if it there's girls it that'll, you know, whether whether they they don't care what kind of marital situation you're in, really. I mean, some people can blag being famous. You can't blag not being famous. That's, that's <laughs> not what fame is. No, yeah, that's true. If indeed this all did happen, Jim. In, well, allegedly it might have. <laughs> well, let's move on swiftly. Um, where, uh, what else we allege? Yeah, yeah, yeah let's exactly. make one up. Uh, pff, Rafa Benitez exists. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think um, I think that's all really for Chelsea Manchester City. We've talked about Benitez. We've talked about yeah, I mean, the, game, the game. The game is awful, it? isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's not great. Um, but Chelsea did keep a clean sheet. There you are, Benitez. <laughs> not too bad at all, is well, it? you know, against the champions. Actually, not, do you think part of? Well, I mean, what do you? Let's actually talk yeah, through no, the appointment because we've really we've spoken about the, um, the the reaction to it rather than the actual. Is uh, this just really uh, Abramovich a last ditch effort to try and get the best out of Torres? Well, he's, well, he, well, he sort of said Benitez has come in and sort of said that he needs to start not working harder, but he seems like have a different training uh, regime, like fitness and stuff like that. Right. He said that he's lost a yard of pace, hmm. and well, he, it's he not about him being. Has. Yeah, obviously he has, but like mm. it, it's not about him being older. It's not about his injuries. He's basically just saying that he's not trying. <laughs> well, the hands of it, which seems weird because he was. He seems to be employed on this ticket yeah. of you know of you know, how much Abramovich doesn't want to be seen as um, somebody who wastes a load of money. But, but they showed yeah. that on match of the day, didn't they? That um, Torres just didn't look interested. Well, it, it showed. You know, he's had fits and starts this season. It looked for right. It's like, all right, the Torres might yeah, be back. This it. could be now. Drogba's gone. He's, mm. he's the main man. There was mm. all this talk of this perhaps happening, and it's just sort of fizzled out again. But it's, it's one of those ones where he, Di Matteo, seemed to be sacrificed because he dropped him for the Juve match, and it was only because Buffon saved like a couple of really, really good chances mm. that. That they went out for me. If you know, if they'd scored, if they'd gone two 0 up in the first few minutes and stuff, they, they would have been flying. Effectively. Well, they didn't know, did they? I mean, no, they, they, were, did. they were roundly beaten. But they, yeah, but that, that's for me. But, but Torres needed to be dropped after the time he's been having in the Premier League for mm. me. But it, just, it does seem so strange with with Abramovich and this kind of Torres obsession by the looks of it. You know, he brought in Shevchenko. Um, against perhaps the manager's wishes, maybe yeah. I don't know. That that kind of didn't work out. Um, and, and, and that certainly looked like an Abramovich signing Torres you know, for similar. all intents and purposes again was similar but this time he seems to think no this is going to work otherwise I'm going to look stupid well, pretty much every every signing in the summer has, has been in a similar situation Dimitar has just been given players rather than going out and having mm. got them got them himself um, but it's yeah it's the Torres thing is it does strike as uh, almost Abramovich wanting to have a human toy and I think the comparison to Shevchenko is a good one in that sense mm. he wants his talisman and it almost wants credit for that That's talisman right. mm. yeah indeed I mean uh, Benitez is going to be in the job six months and then probably say goodbye to him mm. um, do you think and we look forward to the next one I mean things are so dire in Europe for Chelsea at the moment they, they have to beat Norgeland and then uh, hope that Juventus beat Shakhtar in, um, Ukraine. in Ukraine do you think this is I mean that's a possibility Benitez's European c- kind of pedigree is part of Abramovich is thinking he's wow. hoping he can dig them out of a hole I don't, but it, you know that's one a game match. <laughs> exactly. I know I know one match with a misfiring striker it's yeah. not but ideal it's, that's a match Chelsea should win and probably will win and but it's not down to even them, if it? even if they had an interim manager they'd probably win that game it's all about Juventus trying to yeah. beat Shakhtar as, as good as Juventus are Shakhtar are formidable at home 
Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, I don't know, we have to wait and see there. But, yeah, I do feel a bit sorry for Benitez. But I think Chelsea could have done a lot worse, actually. Yeah, I, I mean, I when understand. you look at who's available... Yeah. I mean, I think some, some fans would genuinely have been... Well, most fans would genuinely have been happier with Redknapp for... For the rest of the season, mm. well, um, but I there's no way Redknapp would go to Chelsea. Like Abramovich well, would want him there. Because think about it, right? He doesn't like the manager talking and giving away too much to the right, press. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Speak to the chairman. All oh, right, yeah, <laughs> that's out the window, isn't it? And it is out the window, literally. No, but this time, when when Harry says, "Yeah, you know, oh, the chairman deals with all that," you know, it's actually true. Well, we mentioned Redknapp. He's gone to QPR as we all expected. Mm. And it's funny, isn't it? For all Redknapp's faults and um, spouting off in the press and all the rest of it, you can't help but think QPR might just be safe now. Yeah, well, but, I mean, <laughs> you know, Southampton fans thought that as well. They did. So I, I wonder if even Redknapp can save them the way they're playing. I mean, the, the players, as we've said before on the show repeatedly, that they they should be better than this position. But increasingly, it seems like, well, actually, are they? I mean, you look at Tarapt. You know, is there ta- talisman? He's got like what two, three goals last season. If that is he mm. actually that good? Is he just he, the uh, ultimate uh, flash player? Well, he's not. You know, he's, he's not an out and out striker. And I think um, there's other footballers that. I mean, if you got out for um, three or four months with a hip injury and stuff it's yeah they've like got it. a few injuries I mean bit, they, they just don't know what they're doing and actually mm. Redknapp we've said before time and time again and it's been well documented he's a very simple manager people enjoy yeah. playing for him he'll say to uh, yeah I think I've said it before he'll say to the fullback don't let the winger go past you and win every header against him yeah. do that right next think- you you do your job you know, and that's what yeah. they need I mean it really is and, and he said that um, in the press you know he said uh, he, he, didn't he say something like he wants the players who are going to run around a lot yeah I mean it really is as, as simple. simple as that um, but although weirdly he's linking himself with David Beckham which is uh, well, he's already, the he's, one he, thing David currently doing it's like Redknapp's never been away he's tapping up players in the yeah. press you know he's giving simple <laughs> instructions you know allegedly um, <laughs> um, I, th- I think a pr- part of the problem Hughes had was he didn't know who his team was no. he didn't know his first but team and Redknapp will obviously judge that afresh um, from training but was that a case of, of players were being signed yeah. when Hughes didn't know and, and Hughes had it that was having Man- footballers thrown at him all yeah. summer and Hughes had that to an extent at Manchester City obviously a different scenario because they were much Better more players. talented <laughs> players yeah, yeah. Um, but, but not Hughes not 32 year old plodders whose are behind them Hughes was clearly struggling and and, um, and Redknapp did say that you know he said that I know Mark lost his job but it's down to the players and they need to start performing and they're man enough to know they're to blame for the position that we are in oh, feel free yeah. to take charge against Manchester United though Harry you know you'd sign the papers <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> um, recall for Spurs, I think he took charge straight away when he just got signed. Like the, when he when he just signed the papers, is that right? Yeah, he took he he got right in the dugout. <laughs> well, you know, he's semi-retired. <laughs> he is. Isn't he's he? probably going to sit a couple of games out here and there. He um, didn't he turn on the Bournemouth Christmas lights or something? Did he really? Yeah. Didn't he turn down the Ukraine job? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> supposedly that, that was, was going to happen, wasn't it? <laughs> well, he, he was adamant it was. Yeah, that's but, a long ferry from well, where no, he lives, isn't it? He was, no, he was he was genuinely saying it's only a two and a half hour flight, so I could spend a couple of days at home in the week and go out there a couple of days a week and at the weekends. But what the hell? That is unworkable. Get your fill of Salo and then go. Well, on. You're, <laughs> you're recording Archway. I live in Bow. Even uh, that takes it out of me. <laughs> There's no way I can do that. Uh, um, if you're unfamiliar with London, look on the tube map. <laughs> um, uh, I think you remember Jurgen Klinsmann managed Germany from his uh, coastal house in uh, California. Mm. You know, did he, what, did that you know, didn't go all like, over <laughs> Skype. <laughs> yeah, well, they got the semi-final of the World Cup. <laughs> Although I think um, uh, it, it wasn't a popular I, move. I, true, 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 true. But I think, as it would appear, Yogi Love was probably the brains behind that operation. Yeah. You know, um, I'd have loved to have seen Redknapp in charge of Ukraine. Uh, How yeah, it would have been would amazing, be? wouldn't it? But the reason, but completely it, out of his comfort zone, can't sign players. It's cold. It's scary. Fair <laughs> play to him if he'd have done it. You know, he didn't do it, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> he, lev- he, he used it as leverage to get the job that is like really close to him, closer yeah. than Spurs was. That's mm. probably the stupidest thing I've ever said on the podcast. <laughs> and believe me, there's been a few, but. Um, there's no way someone like Redknapp in fact a lot of English managers are all about um, G-ing the players up you know not so much the tactics more about the the man management Mm. Um, they are uh, what's the word um, they use their enthusiasm and encouragement to to try and get the players going Mm. And in a relegation um, battle, that might, you know, that no, but, might, that but, but, might but I think one fruit. of the reasons why English managers don't go abroad, I mean, the, we've talked about the players not going abroad, is because um, 
you know that that's what they're all about they're not tacticians like the say a lot of the italian managers and so if you can't talk another language and you can't grab that player and have an arm around the shoulder and all the rest of it it's not going to work no. well i don't know though i mean to be honest if you are an englishman going abroad rather than learning the language you can just do the accent as we know <laughs> more I'm on that sure later we'll more later. on that later all right <laughs> letting them behind the curtain as if they haven't heard <laughs> Well, it will be very interesting to see what Redknapp can do um, at Queen's Park Rangers. Mm. Um, uh, and, uh, and other London clubs that were in action on the weekend were, were Spurs and, and West Ham. Jermaine Defoe got the game off to a wonderful start with a superb goal. goal. Absolutely fantastic. He's, lo- he's looking good. Yeah, Andy Carroll. Um, he got, got his, his first goal for West Ham. First. He's really good at that looping header. He is. That seems to stick in the air for ages yeah. and then come back down slowly. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, the game will probably be remembered uh, for the terrible chance coming out of the, uh, mm. the West Ham end, which is... Just, yeah, just like, in, come, in 2012, it's just, just unforgivable. They've already banned one fan um, who's a season ticket holder, uh, and they're looking into just. He was so loud, that banning, one fan, wasn't he? That one guy, oh. yeah. They're looking into banning orders for as many people as they can, which I think is, um, is, is good that they've acted so swiftly. They have to do something about that. It's, it's rearing its head time and time again, isn't it, this season? Well, last, last week you had bloody uh, Sun and Blair doing um, monkey. Uh, what, do you, what would you call it? Like monkey gestures. Acts, monkey gestures. Yeah. It's just like. Have we gone a bit mad in 2012? Sebastian Besson got racist tweets as well, didn't mm. he, after the Norwich Everton game? I mean, it's absolutely but, ludicrous. I mean, it's, I mean we've criticised Spain and places like and Russia so many times yeah. in the past um, for, for this sort of thing. And it's been this season and last season, it's reared its head again in England. It's really, really worrying. But it makes you lose faith in, in, in the English public, doesn't it? Because you think to yourself, we haven't had that for, for a little while up until the last couple of years. Yes, there's been the odd one or two, which of course is a disgrace for nobody wants to see. But it's not been... Um, nearly as, as, as well documented and, and, and as obvious as it has been in, in this season and in the previous season um, and you think you know we're, we're progressing and then suddenly as you say it's almost like we're back out again yeah. you know it's like, oh, back. hang on a minute yeah. it's one of those ones if, if a generation uh, above us didn't do it and we just did it it would be one of those ones where you get a clip around the head but it's yeah. one of those ones where it, this isn't like this. This hasn't started uh, in 2012, so it's not something that the older kind of generation at football ground will go. What, what the fuck are you doing? Basically, so yeah. it's, it's it's a weird sort of like. It's, it's a strange situation I think mm, and it, it worries me that there are obviously a lot of kids <coughs> going to these games uh, they're going to see that as an acceptable thing for an adult to do and that's what that's what I find absolutely ludicrous about it it's this this sort of obviously the, you know, the anti-Semitic chants are designed to offend and wind up the Spurs fans as much as possible um, crossing every line imaginable and that is just absolutely classic sort of school bully behaviour you know and in an in an adult world you absolutely cannot behave like that and you know you deserve to lose the privileges of going to the football if you can't behave like a decent human being when you do so how much do you think there's the high profile cases of uh, footballers who have been um, banned and fined for racism John Terry Lewis Suarez of course big examples do you think that when the the racism issue is in the papers have people become a little bit desensitised to it I think it's partially that and also I wonder uh, has it brought some of the sort of tribalism back into it? Because the way that the sort of Liverpool kind of uh, certain aspects of Liverpool well, right. and Chelsea supporters yep. banded around yep. Suarez and Terry and yep. were very protective and defensive about mm-hmm. it all. Um, I, I wonder if, the, as I say, the tribalism aspect has come back into it. And again, from that end, it's, they're also desensitised to it. Mm-hmm. Well, indeed. I mean, Suarez pleaded his innocence and the club, as you say, backed him. The same with Terry. And it went on for so long that even when... Um, they were uh, fined and, and, and had to. They were punished. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there going, "Well, but did they actually do it? Was it actually wrong?" And there's all these it, kind it, of it things. Was, it was all sort of like an opinion. Did he dive? Did he not dive? Was he racist? Yeah. Was he not racist? So it kind of like it's kind of like a badge. Like yeah. it kind of reduces how horrific racism is into this kind of like, "Oh, you have got 99 percent in FIFA for racism." Or yeah, you have got, you yeah. know. So it kind of like it. It, it kind of um, it doesn't make it out to be such a big thing. At the end of the day, when of course it is absolutely horrific. There's yeah. also a kind of misunderstanding of freedom of speech at play as well, more so with um, the internet and things like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's abuse, isn't it? It's it's yeah. it's harassment. It's it's <coughs> not um, it's not a freedom of speech issue in, in most cases, particularly with Twitter. You know, if you're harassing well, it's, someone, it's, 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 it's the, the same as sending someone sort of you know, awful letters. Well, it's like it's, you know, it, it's 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 the it's the you know it's the 2012 version of pushing dog shit through uh, an Asian uh, business owner's uh, letterbox. Yeah. You know, it's not it, there's nothing different. So you're causing uh, distress yep. uh, based on the colour of the skin or you know mm. whatever. It's it's abuse and you know, and people are sort of going. I can't believe people are getting arrested for this. This is exactly what they should be getting arrested for. Yeah. You think you can sort of hide behind stuff? It's harassment. Yeah, and it makes it kind of difficult because you, it, the internet is so 
uh, unpoliced and it is so mm. free and stuff. But you know, I, I don't have a problem with with people retweeting uh, racist and racist stuff because then they they'll get they'll get in trouble yeah. and, and and their um and, and their privileges will be revoked. They'll be put. Uh, they'll have community service orders and, and all kinds of public order offences on their name. And it just encourages people around them not to do the same thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, I mean, we talk about this a lot longer, but let's take it back to the football. And uh, West Brom, with, with another good win, uh, 4-2 away uh, Sunderland. They're just four points behind the leaders, Manchester United. Yeah. Now, yeah. that's something to be happy about. It's brilliant, isn't West it? West Brom, yeah. right just, up there in the Champions League spots after <laughs> 13 games or whatever it is. <laughs> it just As we were saying the other week, they're playing such a sort of cohesive unit without any fear. And mm. I think the complete lack of expectation. Is, yeah. There's just a freedom about them. Steve Clark's having a great time. Did he not say that it was the other week? he said oh maybe the fans can begin to dream now <laughs> I was like hey go on that's, that's it I can't imagine Steve Clark saying anything in, a, he in smiled. anything other than his dour tone he smiled as he said it Jim wow <laughs> see and that's and that smile is something that we have to hold on to at these mm, dark moments we won't be seeing it much <laughs> <laughs> I can't, however it, well he does I sort of see, well, I, that's something I saw uh, I see sort of uh, West Brom as being like the Newcastle of this season and right. I just sort of think I just want them to do something this season because I know how hard it is this <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Um, uh, what it, oh, <laughs> Wigan three two against Reading, a perfect hat trick for Gomez. Yeah, lovely. What about the diving header, Jim? Oh, it was the, the ball from Bozajor. Yeah, perfect. It's it's, absolutely perfect. It's, it's one of those balls that's put in, and you think if it doesn't result in a goal, you, the guy putting the ball in should be right pissed off. Yeah, he should get half a goal. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 or, or he should get an assist on his on his stats anyway because it's so perfect. <laughs> I'm in complete agreement. Yeah. Did you see? Uh, g- um, good to see Basong on the the score sheet. I know that's against really, that's really not his position against Everton for um, for Norwich. Norwich's record without Basong is like re- it's really telling. Like, is I, that I right? He's a brilliant defender. I've, n- I've never yeah. understood why he's not exi- why he's not um, put up as being this amazing player. Yeah, yeah. He, he clearly is. Yeah. Uh, Norwich have really found their feet. Um, under Hewton they're, they're really, that's a great point to get at Goodison in, 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 well you know especially uh, in the fall, I know Everton have like dropped a few points lately but still, they were looking good Goodison is always, always a difficult place to go no matter what season it is um, you know a win against Manchester United a win against Arsenal point away to Everton Fun times, fun <laughs> times funky, for the men. In, times. For the men in yellow, and Delia, uh, of course, and Delia. Never the men and Delia. women, men and women. Um, right, let's move away from from the Premier League, and uh, we're going to go to the SPL, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Lovely it's happened girl. again. Now there is a full fixtures list again um, this this midweek, but uh, we can't ignore the fact that, that Celtic dropped points at home to Inverness Cali. It reminded me of that glorious headline: um, Super Cali go ballistic, Celtic are atrocious. If you remember from, yeah. the, but were they atrocious though, Marcus? Well, uh, they were unlucky. To be fair, I mean Billy McKay. Not as good, is it? Billy McKay. <laughs> headline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, uh, he got Terry Butcher's men um, uh, the, the three points with his goal. Uh, Philip Roberts sold two defenders in the build-up to yeah. that goal. Magnificent. Uh, they both, as I remember it, they sort of just slid a- slid away forever. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and it was quite and wet. Wasn't and it? in their final position, played the striker on side. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where they arrested. It was possibly the greatest assist, like curling. in the history of the league. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah, it was yeah. incredible mugging. Yeah, it was absolutely superb. Um, but Celtic, they've only taken one point in their last three home matches. I mean, they're still. Joint top with with the game in hand, um, <laughs> uh, uh, but um, uh, Neil Lennon's the fans were, were giving started, him, started get, booing him. A yeah, and he, bit. he said if they're not happy, then um, then he'll stand down. Which I think well, it sounds like they're not happy. So well, don't I, say that. Yeah, <laughs> what, what I liked about the whole situation was that he actually said, "I regret the bust up that I had with the fans." Yeah. He, he gave a little bit back. He did, and he said, uh, "But if." Um, if I was the manager of Accrington Stanley, uh, I would do exactly the same. Although the way the results are going, I might soon be. Bit rude, middle of the league too, so, you yeah. know, <laughs> come on. <laughs> and the, the, the boss of uh, Accrington Stanley, Liam, Richards, uh, Liam Richardson, he's 33 years old, he's a coach at Leeds United, and he's in charge at Accrington, and now he's got bloody Lennon on his back. So <laughs> I'm going to have your job. I'm going to have your job. <laughs> if, if Neil Lennon managed not, Accrington not Stanley, why would he yeah. be arguing with Celtic fans? <laughs> Good point, yeah. It's an excellent point. Um, clearly, Celtic have put more emphasis on Europe because Rangers aren't in the, the SPL. Well, yeah, they, they maybe perhaps have assumed that, um, yeah. that they're just going to walk better it. than they usually are but in I mean, Europe. They're still, <laughs> they're still top with the game in hand. It's, in, it's, <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible loss they suffered against Benfica. It really dents the chances. Um, well, I'm not sure, actually, because I, I, they've got a home game that, that, that's winnable and then Benfica need to win away at but Barcelona. Very, I know that the Barcelona result was a special one, but it was kind of a, an anomaly as well. They're quite blunt in Europe, Celtic. You know, they do seem to... 
panic a little bit. I know, but that's, I'm just saying they're, they're fairly blunt, aren't they? You know, they, they nick goals even against sort of you know True. sides that are closer to them than the I, I think Celtic will so, progress. Well, I, I I worry for them, yeah. um, and I wonder if if they do go out of Europe. Yeah. Obviously, they went. Well, they're going into the Europa League, weren't they? Potentially. Potentially, yeah. Um, if they go out of Europe, they've got a domestic trouble to look forward to. Well, if they go out of Europe, <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. They're just going to power away, I would think. True. Or have they? Because Craig Brown's Aberdeen went to Hibs and won one nil, and they march into second place. Uh, they're on the same points as Hibs with twenty four. I mean, Craig Brown. Could, could you imagine that? Could he be hanging a big medal round his neck from the end so. of the season? His big neck. <laughs> a little medal around his big neck. Up here, put this round my neck. <laughs> <laughs> could be what we hear. My neck's too big, Archie. <laughs> um, and St Johnson, they're, they're, they're fourth on, on twenty three points. They're only a couple behind Celtic. I mean. Lovely old job. No wonder the fans are getting annoyed. Hearts drew nil nil. They're down in ninth, but only seven points off the top. <laughs> I mean, this is Scotland. Remember, it's absolutely ridiculous. And barely anyone was racist in the SPL. So <laughs> hooray! Well done. Well done. They were having a go. Well at done, Ginger Wanny. Mm. <laughs> no? exactly. Please don't leave us, Scotland. Please don't leave. <laughs> yeah, us. We right. need your teachings. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, indeed. Right, let's go to the uh, Scotland of the South, or La Liga, as um, it's called. The League. The League. Rubbish. It is. <laughs> it really is. Um, Real Betis against Real Madrid. It ended 1-0 to Real Betis. Yeah. And uh, Madrid have fucked it, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it Adrio Adri, uh, the, uh, the Betis keeper? He was bloody brilliant. He was, wasn't he? He was fantastic. And Benyat with a lovely goal as well mm-hmm. uh, to, to win it for Betis. Uh, Mourinho. I mean, it's, it's a funny one with him because he, he just, every time... In, in the league uh, after a game he just he, he, he makes noises that he's not having a good time and it's yeah. it's almost like if you sack me oh, I don't really care <laughs> do you know what I mean like it's I mean he's, he, he was moaning he said um, he was talking about how his team had to play um, in, in quick succession a couple of games and um, yeah we don't have this kind of squad do we <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. we don't have any sort of squad I need a bit more money he said we, we talked about um uh, you know, these, but these players are professional. And you have to take into account mental toughness, uh, ambition, and spirit. A, a player of twenty three, twenty four should be able to play two games in four days. Um, as always, I because I speak out, and I'm the only one who has spoken out. I'll be the bad guy. And he says, when we win, we all win. But when we lose, the coach loses. Why is it always my fault? And he said, La Liga race is still open, but we're neither optimistic nor pessimistic. I can't focus on a single competition. <laughs> I mean, it's very strange for a I'm man. practically league drunk. <laughs> do, you, do you think um, Jose is looking at? Pep Guardiola just swanning about New York having a lovely time thinking oh, I want me some of that Yeah, <laughs> I, I want a break <laughs> to, you know, to be fair Mourinho that job it's been got all the go for him it? job there is in football yeah I want to do a knee slide up I don't know Sunset Boulevard or something <laughs> be lovely this time of year but I mean because you're right it just seems like he's not that bothered yeah it like, really he's already does just sort he's, of he's doesn't po- care if they win the league or not which but they almost certainly won't but I but but it, but it, yeah, his body language is often that he doesn't care. But then you look at the game against Manchester City when he's knee sliding on the pitch. Europe, stuff. it's different. He loves it. True, but I, I think he does care deep down. But I think does he give the impression of well, this might not actually end as well as it did at Porto and mm. at um, Inter. Chelsea, he 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 was he, he was um, he departed from the club. It, during the season it was only a month or two yeah. whatever it was so that's slightly different but he ended into but, uh, the difference is he made Chelsea what they are yeah yeah exactly so he still achieved so much he there. walked away from Porto Champions League thanks very much I've done all you've, you're completed yeah. the same with Inter he's, he's mo- he moves teams up a level you know, exactly. that's generally the Mourinho effect. I mean, I've, I've built with Ford Benitez knock it down for me <laughs> 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 but at, at Madrid <laughs> it seems to be it's not quite happening now he did win the league you know so, yeah, no. so so he'll can't always be, you can't yeah, argue against disregarded. that but he clearly wants the Champions League and that's why they got him in there well they all want the Champions League don't they everybody at that club is obsessed with it but is and he, it's, you know, it's seen as his thing but, so. is he, but is he giving the impression that it's a case of oh, I really want this but actually I'll, I'll just sort of say I don't really want it because actually this might not end well for me yeah well you, you you back Mourinho to win the Champions League at any top level club just yeah, because he's yeah, done yeah. so well before. So for him, I don't think Christ in a bite. I mean, I don't think his reputation would suffer if he leaves Madrid. Everyone can see what a circus the place is. Sure, um, but would he go back to Chelsea? Would Abramovich have him back though? Well, that's, that's the question, isn't it? Because come the summer, 
but I, th- you know, I think Abramovich it's wants as... Abramovich wants Barcelona, doesn't he? In in he West London, look at look at the players he's signed. That? Tricky technical little players like Hazard, Juan Mata, uh, even you know Marco Marin is supposed to be that. Yeah, um, you know De Bruyne as well. Like even though he's sort of out on loan, just mm-hmm. all of these players, they are exactly that yeah. sort of mould. And he's trying to get Guardiola as well. He just want, he wants Barcelona. He wants so Barcelona. I don't think he'd go well, back he's to the Mourinho. Pe- Pep's got to go somewhere. I mean, would he not? Is it not kind of a quite a good fit for him? The resources. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Celtic. <laughs> no, 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 you're talking. There you go. Inverness Cali. <laughs> he would he would trample over Butcher's regime, I'm sure. Um, but elsewhere in La Liga, um, Malaga beat Valencia 4 0. Oh, what really, a hammering. They beat them like a bastard beats a dog. They were. <laughs> But I mean, what? How many chances did they mm. miss? Absolutely murdered on them. perhaps the sandiest pitch you'll ever see. Did you see that? Mm. Absolutely. I hate playing on a bloody sandy pitch. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> I once played at, um, when I flirted at the, the highest level of football I've ever flirted with at Croydon Athletic, and it was like gravelly sandy. It was like <laughs> a fucking dreadful day at the beach. I love gravelly sandy. Oh, it was She's awful, my girl um, But Malaga are doing very well Top of their Champions League yeah. group Qualified uh, Unbeaten um, Isco is outstanding Yeah at the moment as well. 20 years old He just looks like another one of those Like just creative oh, Just yeah. behind the striker players They've got It's like Every top level club in the world Could have a Spanish one of those At some point <laughs> Yeah exactly <laughs> Cthulhu and Mata In the Premier League already Yeah uh, You know there's Don't even start in Don't even start Spain. Spain. Yeah there's just too many. You can't even start with Madrid <laughs> <laughs> But what about um, Obviously there's a big move At the moment As there always is But particularly um, At the moment For uh, independence For Catalonia Yeah Have you seen What the Catalan side Would be I mean it's It's it's, (laughs) Grotesque It'd be the second best team In the world behind Spain Do you know what I mean Like it's just Unbelievable It'd be interesting I mean how would How would the national team Be broken up I swear they'd have to be Broken up I guess Wouldn't they But what if they'd already Played for Spain It's well, a bit is Yugoslavia, former Yugoslavia, mm. Croatia happened there, but I don't think it's going to happen. So, one of the things I do like about Malaga is that they've got players such as Joaquin and um, Javier Saviola as well. They've been around for a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's right. They're getting them clicking. You know, they're getting yeah. them to Baptista. jail. And, yeah, of course. Yeah. And um, R- Rocco Santa Cruz is there as well. Scored is in he? that game? Of course he. But yeah. My giddy aunt. Um, another 4 0 drubbing was Atletico Madrid for Sevilla 0. Falcao, with his first goal for a few weeks, uh, scored a penalty. It was his 50th goal for the club. So he's earned his rest then. <laughs> he does, yeah. He was also bigging up uh, Brazilian Ronaldo in the week, as if we couldn't love him anymore. <laughs> 50 goals in, in, in 63 games for Atletico. Uh, he's the fastest player to score 50 goals in the history of the club. And they're still only three points behind Barcelona. It mm. really is well, great to what's see. What's interesting them about that as well is that Atletico are a bit of a bogey team for Barcelona sometimes they've beaten them at the new Camp a couple of times in, yeah. in, in recent years so I mean, I mean it's going to be a good one yeah they could they could give them a bit of a push they could, mm. they could make it interesting I'm, yeah. you know, I'm sure Barcelona are going to walk the league game but um, yeah. you know, let, let's hope Atletico can keep it up there and that Falcao can still be so dreamy oh, I don't think there's any worry about that <laughs> um, talking of 4-0s Barcelona beat uh, Levante 4-0 yes, did. did um, Messi set some mental record for like being record him. number of Braces in away games yeah. or something <laughs> mad like that. <laughs> something absolutely. He's incredible. a one man stat machine. Just somebody just follows him around going, oh, that's a lot of coffee you've made today, Lionel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have made the most amount of coffee in the world. <laughs> well, uh, they are getting so convoluted. Indeed. Um, uh, did you see uh, when Martin Montoya came on for Danny Alves? Um, after only 14 minutes, Danny Alves picked up an injury. All of um, the Barcelona players on the pitch. Uh, those uh, eleven players were products of um, the Barcelona Youth Academy, La Mafia. Yeah, which is fantastic. And uh, as Javi commented after the game, he said uh, Louis Van Gaal, obviously former Barcelona coach, said once um, that his dream was to see eleven academy players together on the pitch, and today it became a reality. That is staggering, isn't it? Absolutely staggering. That's it. You, what else can you say? <laughs> What's <laughs> interesting about Barcelona as well is that you know the transition that Villanova has made um, from the Guardiola era is so smooth that I mean it's not really even had any credit for it. But that's sort of a, gone unnoticed. But that's, how, just, the, but that's how that type of club is run. You know, when you, when you have um, correctly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when, you don't that means. <laughs> when you just don't just parachute well, a manager, <laughs> yeah. When you just parachute a manager in and he leaves, uh, what do we do? We need someone else in, and then his philosophy. But he Red now. And so, but in Barcelona, everyone just shuffles across one. Yeah. yeah. And because the, they're already, it's a natural progression. It's, it's a youth academy. Football. There's a manager academy yeah. as well. Yeah. It's, it's a bit like saying, oh, you know that scene 
senior position that you're ready for. It's, that's well, what now's it your chance. It's total admin. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> total admin, ladies and gentlemen. If you remember nothing else from today. <laughs> oh, glorious. Right, uh, let's go to Serie A. Where Milan beat Juventus 1-0. Yeah, they're having a bit of a wobble, aren't they? This, this tends to happen when, when a team loses right. a big unbeaten run. They, right. they lose a couple of games in quick succession. Fabulous. Penalty. Fabulous three points for... Did you say Bolt celebration, didn't he, weirdly? Oh, yeah, so he did. Um, yeah, we, we gave... Got, well, an, like, got an hand to it, didn't he? I think the keeper, as I recall. Well, like, this is it. When I, was, when I was watching the game, I remember thinking, oh, I gave Robinho a little bit of stick. And then even the penalty, I thought, oh, he was lucky. <laughs> 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 but, he, but it went in. It went in. Luxury. Um, he said... Uh, he is... He, he said um, in the press uh, recently, uh, Rubinho, he's an o- open um, to a return to Brazil. He well, said, now "There's loads of money there." Again. Exactly. <laughs> uh, he said, "We never know what will happen tomorrow in football, but I can't say I wouldn't prefer. Uh, uh, sorry, I wouldn't play for another team. Although I made it clear that Santos are the club that I love. I've been sounded out by Gremio, Atletico Mineiro, and even rival Sao Paulo. Let's see what happens." So, when you say you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> There are some definite possibilities <laughs> that you can choose from. I love it. Um, Galliani, Milan vice president, um, just said in response to that, uh, Robinho will Terry remain at Milan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's it's good to see because oh, we, we did worry about Milan, and they're still they're still mm. down in the doldrums a little. Oh, they are still. You I know, say doldrums. I mean, you know. well, they're still way off the pace, aren't they? they but are that's, you know, they need a win like that to rebuild their confidence. Well, they do, but uh, Inter couldn't capitalise. No, on, on that they lost. See, one this is away. Juventus of. They've been quite lucky like that. They have been yeah, lucky. In a way, other teams keep sort of cocking up. Well, Napoli they... haven't. Napoli are, are two points off um, that first spot because uh, they won 1-0 away at um, Cagliari. But Inter, they did lose 1-0. Uh, they're four points behind uh, Inter. There was a great stat from that game, which I quite liked, which I saw um, uh, f- on Twitter, uh, at who scored, said, uh, Jonathan Biabiani completed more successful dribbles, eight, than any other player has in a game in Europe's top five leagues this term. Well, yeah. Again, that takes a lot of time to process in my mind. I'm right <laughs> um, He's okay. absolutely rapid. I read somewhere that he can run the 100 metres in, in just off 10 seconds, like 10.03 or something. Wow. Didn't I read a day that Lytton Benz has the, like, the best. Um, 11 seconds. The, <laughs> the, like the most, assist, like, the, the most uh, lucrative uh, footballer in Europe from his position or something I've, like that. He's I like, think I heard something like that as well. And Alex Ferguson wants him now instead of Ashley Cole. It's I just think, all, I think it's, it's all paper. It's, isn't rubbish, it something to do with chance creation? Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, and he's. Uh, like, he's he gets a lot of assists, a lot of mm. crosses in. Yeah, obviously, he does. obviously he does. But I'm just—I didn't well, realise it was, it was so off. good in. Yeah, he was so good uh, in Europe. That's um, that's the weird thing. Mm, sign him up. Uh, let's go to Palermo three, Catania one. Uh, your man, Fabrizio Michelipi, who scored your mm. favourite goal of the season. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like my like Michelipi as well. Yeah, he's well, a little he's, bulldog, he's, lovely little player, lovely little player. Scored his 100th Serie A goal in style. Mm. Great uh, ball came into him, touch top corner. Not it was not a problem. <laughs> not problem. Um, Catania is one sort of fancy kitted game, isn't it? It really is glorious. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, what else happened in Italy of late? Well, Lazio in the yeah. Oh, oh yeah, they they've been at it again, bastards. Yeah, um, shocking scenes there. Uh, as always, I'm afraid we've come to expect that. But it was nice to see um, Gaza at um, Lazio. I suppose did a lap of honour yeah. around the pitch. I didn't realise how much he was like loved. the eagle. Like the eagle, uh, <laughs> easy. <laughs> um, uh, he uh, won Lazio banner um, in honour of Gascoigne Red. Lion-hearted, headstrong, mm. pure talent, real man, still our hero. I didn't realise like he absolutely loved. Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. loved. Yeah. So uh, well done, Gaza. Well, he was something different, wasn't he? He's was just such an exciting player as well. You know. He's loved everywhere where he yeah, was there true. properly. That's true. That's I'm true. sure, you know, Middlesbrough fans don't have the best memories, but, you know. That's true. Um, uh, League uh, you say. Oh. Let's go there. Uh, PSG 4, uh, Troy's n- nil. Troy. 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 That'll Just do. do that. <laughs> to make a sort of French noise. Uh, Ibrahimovic, two assists and two goals. He's just... <laughs> Botting it, it's, it's hilarious. It really is. Um, he said in the press that he'd probably never play in England now, but he'd know he'd score goals there because he can score goals anywhere. It is a bit of a shame, isn't <laughs> it? It really he, is. Yeah, that he never. I came. think part of it is the sort of you know the whole oh we the big game bottler thing stigma that he has here rather than kind of anywhere else. That's it right. Seems to be the case. I think maybe um, he's done it almost to spite us personally. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah, because that's the sort of thing he does. He also said it would be great to have Beckham at PSG. <laughs> I don't know. 
He wants the ball high and in front of his face, basically. <laughs> and and yeah. to be fair, David Beckham knows exactly he if, can he, still if he, do can, that. he can pinpoint it. That's the one thing he yeah. can do. Just give him the ball and it'll be on his napper, so, you know, get yeah. in. That's a fair, that's a fair point, that's a fair point. Um, I mean, Beckham, surely at 37, he can't be going to a bit. I mean, I would be surprised. I, I imagine they won him in Australia. Didn't they make the no, I think PSG like... actually came out and said, no, no, no we're okay. not interested. Although they did um, tweet that Ashley Cole was coming to join them and that tweet was deleted quickly. <laughs> Twilleted. Twilleted. Yeah, I mean, Beckham. Detweeted? No, that'll do. <laughs> go on, quick, they both work. Where's Beckham going to go? Well, I, there's talk that it will do 10 games in Australia, and I can imagine that will happen given that that's so, such a short amount of time. Yeah. Um, I don't know, because. Sven's still in time. Shut up. Surely he's not. Shut up, Marcus. Surely he's not going to go to QPR for a relegation battle. I wouldn't, oh, yeah, I know. At 37, do you really want to go and play for that? Yeah, no. snap your leg snapped by Shrimp. Ibra also said that he wanted Mario, Bell- Mario Balotelli to join the club he as did, well. Yeah. Uh, specifically, he actually Just said. To spar with. Well, he actually said uh, at, at his age, he has the potential to be one of the best strikers in the world. I think he has matured, and I know he would like to play with me again. So yeah, he would. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like, I want to play with him. Uh, he wants to play with me. Treat yourself, Mario. Come <laughs> <laughs> Um. <laughs> Elsewhere in, in, in France, uh, uh, Ajaxio drew one all uh, away from home. The reason I want to point out is that Edwin Mutu scored a Panenka penalty. He did. Lovely is he thing. still paying off that money? I don't know, but it was just so. nice to see I his name on the, on the, in, in amongst the goals. He looks tired. I know he's getting old. Then he's almost certainly old, but <laughs> still paying off that money. <laughs> he's he's working now. nine jobs as well as being a footballer. <laughs> he looks completely different. You know, like players, they, they look pretty much the same. He's yeah. changed a lot since he was like 22 when he was like really fresh faced and mm. beautiful. He's a lot's happened, Pete. <laughs> a lot of weight on his shoulders. Um, uh, Marseille beat Lille uh, 1-0. Joey Barton played his first uh, French league game after serving his 12 There we go. Barney was booked after 22 minutes but he did play well actually and, and yeah, had a they pretty good time really, really like him over there I yeah, yeah it, it, it is actually quite nice seeing um, Barton playing there because he is a decent player yeah, lest we yeah. forget unless sometimes he forgets um, he did provide a fantastic pass um, that resulted in the opposing uh, defender being and, sent off and didn't he know it and didn't he know it because he said in the press while speaking in a, a French accent that uh, people <laughs> forgot about the ball that killed uh, the defender or whatever got yeah, him sent off yeah, we're talking about a foul he made instead yeah they? and then he went on in that French accent speaking English to say that the French league is boring um, <laughs> and one thing and another I thought Joey come on mate no, you've, you've no. had a good debut do no, you're talking a, on the pitch he's a, he's a pantomime bad guy that's just what we want from Joey Barton surely <laughs> do you think no, it's, it's nice to have him back even if he is in a different the country. highest compliment I can pay him is that he's not boring no absolutely <laughs> he's not boring no, but I think, you know, he's, he's not putting cigars out of people's eyes anymore. I'd much rather he was doing this. <laughs> well done. Now it's brioche. Welcome back to society. <laughs> now it's you know lit, what I mean? lit brioche. <laughs> but I, I love that he did the exact same thing that Steve McCarran did with, with the accent when he, he kept going, uh, as if he was trying to think of the translation. Yeah, and there was an amazing bit where he <laughs> well, said yeah, something. Not this, I remember. <laughs> he, there, was a, there was an amazing bit where he said something and he just went, who remembers when you finished second in the Olympics? Puh. <laughs> and it was like the most <laughs> <laughs> it was the it was he did it twice yeah, but it's, it's, it's the kind of like, it's um, hearing Arsene Wenger when he you know he obviously he's excellent at English but when he can't think a word he goes uh, yeah. he does that in his <laughs> life, but he doesn't know the language <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah still don't know it uh, all that uh, doesn't make you think of words I tell you what you know, you know you've done a bad one when, when Jim White is having a pop at you <laughs> <laughs> Jim White went off auto cue for about 30 seconds <laughs> having a dig alright Jim bloody hell <laughs> back in your box till transfer <laughs> deadline day you've had your fun oh dear but that's not all the good stuff that was coming out of France uh, Ramon Domenech oh, do we him. remember him of course we do <laughs> and how, li- for how little only. we knew of thee but we're going to know a little bit more because he's written a book called All Alone All Alone he's such a All fit. Alone <laughs> Raymond, oh. here, I'm all alone. Well, it's not going to be like life and soul of the party, is it? No. <laughs> um, Lonely Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, is it like a critical response to the, being a nothingness. The audio book will be read, read by Joey Barton. Of course. <laughs> I would have gone for "It's a Shame About Ray." I would have gone for that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that could have mm. worked. Everybody hates Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a lot of it is concerned with the 2010 World Cup um, in South Africa. A couple <laughs> of he still is. <laughs> <laughs> South Africans have forgotten it. Yeah. <laughs> Focus well, something on the, on the horizon. Did, did something happen there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
sweat on people going yeah something I don't know. Is, that, is that a set dancing with bags of money <laughs> oh no surely not it's hard why, is that, it? why is that cooling tower FIFA branded <laughs> what has happened here <laughs> where are our homes oh come on oh come on now dear oh dear sorry <laughs> well you know brutal regime FIFA run there um, anyway a couple of bits and pieces from um, All Alone <laughs> so good All Alone <laughs> It's perfect. Um, uh, he said, uh, Ribery doesn't like Gorkoof, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is obviously. I just like the way he said, Ribery don't like, that's for sure. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm, dro- I'm dropping knowledge bombs left, right, and centre. I witnessed that. <laughs> witnessed the entire incident. Um, before the Uruguay match in the 2010 World Cup, he said, I told Gorkoof, you have the keys to the match, it's down to you. The worst thing was Ribery's look. <laughs> He can't help that, to be no, fair. I'm just going to say. <laughs> he's a funny-looking lad. But then he, he went on to say that he's the same as Anelka and Henri. Everything revolves around their belly buttons. <laughs> <laughs> if you're talking about anatomy, well, it's pretty much centre, isn't it? I don't know. Um, when things go wrong, they're the first to jump ship. A senior player warned me about Ribery in 2008, and me, I gave him the keys to the team. Always about the keys. What a moron I am. <laughs> All alone again, Raymond. <laughs> that should be like the subtitle all alone <laughs> that's what a the, moron I am that should, that should be at the end of every paragraph all alone again yeah <laughs> it'll be his and in the uh, end I had the last laugh honestly everything revolves around your buddy but Marcus <laughs> everything <laughs> oh dear well let's um, move away from, from Europe into the international arena before we go there can we mention Luis Adriano's uh, disgusting uh, oh for Shaq oh, yeah, 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 yeah. in the Champions, Champions League, League. <laughs> <laughs> go on it was a drop ball was it and uh, in the spirit of fair play the opposing team knocks it back to um, the Shaq uh, not the Shaq okay, knocks it back to um, Nordjylland probably isn't uh, keeper and uh, yeah Luis Adriano drops the shoulder whacks it into the back of the net and celebrates with a plum mm. lovely and old job everyone else goes what <laughs> but then it got even worse than that, didn't it? Because there seemed to be some agreement um, where Norgelin were going to just walk the ball into the net. <laughs> oh, most that was the most of the Shakhtar players went for it, but then the defender was like, no. He got the past defense the just sort of piled in, and the def- they were so offended by it that they, yeah. they'd scored a goal. It's what? like, you know, when you concede a really boneheaded goal on FIFA, you can just score again immediately because <laughs> you're so angry. Yeah. It's the same sort of thing. What was great about it was that he <laughs> took it past a, a few players, and the Shakhtar defender was he, was, he was coming up to him, and he was like, do it. No! no. <laughs> Boom! Just in with the tackle. He knew Adrian had a knife or something. Yeah, exactly. we, he actually got a hat trick in that game, didn't he? Yeah. Wonder, oh, they wonder if he kept him. the match ball. <laughs> terrible, terrible play. Injustice was done. He got, didn't he? got um, suspended for a game, didn't he? Did he? Are you for? Probably. Yeah, for that? Yeah, yeah. Mm, I, I made that up in my head, but I'm fairly certain it happened. Yeah, well, he might have done, allegedly. Yeah. There's that word again. Um, uh, international football. Um, this is quite a nice little story. The, the, the world's newest footballing nation, South Sudan, uh, participated in their first competitive game. They did lose 1 0, but still, it's, um, it's a great. Um, it's early days. It's very early days <laughs> And they were playing In the Central African Senior Challenge Cup The big one um, But they gained their independence 16 months ago uh, So well done them Yeah Hopefully they can right. Come to, to, to prominence um, A team who's been around A bit longer than them On the international front Is uh, Brazil And uh, Mano Menezes Has been sacked As Brazil coach mm. Finally <laughs> <laughs> Look at his misery there. Uh, a few comments coming out of Brazil, of course. They're not short of an opinion there. Uh, Ronaldo wants Pep Guardiola to become the next Brazil manager. They've never, nobody's ever won it from outside the country. No, sorry, let me start again. Nobody's ever won the World Cup um, as a foreign manager, have they? Oh, I'm mm. not sure. So it'll be a big. It would be a big deal, I think. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that would be huge in Brazil. I don't think non-Brazilian manager. I don't think whoever it was. I don't think he's going to go there. Uh, Andres Sanchez, the director for the um, Brazil national side, said he was against the sacking of Menezes. Um, uh, A few weeks ago, um, the Brazil FA chairman Jose Maria Marin was asked um, whether Menezes was about to be sacked, and he replied, "Oh, don't ask me that. It's not a question for now. Let's enjoy Christmas, a happy, happy time. (laughs) Then we can discuss the future. Look over there, Christmas tree. (laughs) Don't look at what's in my hand. Is that P forty five? No." No, it is not. We're not Christmas even in, is ages away. I was going to say, we're still in November. Um, was anybody <laughs> else given an opinion? Oh, Romario <laughs> tweeted. Hooray. Um, he said, guys, today is a historic day in which Brazil must light fireworks and party. <laughs> For it is Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He can't get enough of it, can he? At last, the incompetent Brazil Football Confederation <laughs> Board have done something good for Brazilian football. Regarding Mano, good riddance. Well, I think we picked up on that. <laughs> Are Romario and Diego Maradona friends, or do they hate each other? 
Because it's not been confirmed either way. I can imagine it being both. If I remember the the, uh, Romario um, documentary from like, I think it was like 1999, they certainly seem to have very similar lifestyles. They seem really similar people. But I think (laughs) there'll be a mutual appreciation. You've got your bit over there and I've got my bit over there with similar characters. A lot of which I have made up. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, uh, Romario did say say that he'd like to see Rye given the job. Uh, Of course, younger brother of Socrates. Um, He's had very, very little coaching experience, um, Rye, since... um, Retiring from the game in 1999, so it's a bit of a strange one. Yeah, but what you're doing there, Marcus, is you're almost properly listening to Romario. To a madman. Which is your your first mistake. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Uh, Big Phil Scolari is uh, obviously a front-runner to to take the job, and the Santos coach, Maurizio Romanel. So, who knows? Mm. Romalio, sorry. Uh, So, uh, Big Phil, surely. Well, I don't know. Having been there once before, is that not a bit of a step backwards? Yeah, but this is this is. I, I think they'll want to get someone in quickly for the World Cup. Yeah, this, and maybe for that exact reason they'll want someone. That exactly, Big Phil. He's done it. A lot of respect for him. Who knows? Uh, but the mascot that is sorted for Brazil. Oh, the name God. we were worried about that. Uh, Faleco uh, is the name, and it's uh, the organizer say it conveys a message of environmental awareness. As it's rapidly deflated <laughs> after a lot of hoodlums <laughs> stabbing him in the foot. What does environmental <laughs> awareness mean? Faleco. Well, that's what it means, baby. So is that just being outside? <laughs> that's Who going, knows? hey, look at that river while uh, we fill FIFA's coffers with money. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get away from all this and uh, a little message before we go to Pete's game. Good news, Ramblers. We have a betting partner. And our betting partner, William Hill, are offering to match any sporting bet from £10 to £25 when you, a listener to the Football Ramble, open a new William Hill sports account. Go to thefootballramble.com slash William Hill to find out more and claim your free bet now. Yay, Pete's game is back and Lukey can't win it this week. So uh, you've got a 33% recurring, uh, more chance of winning. No? Yes? No, because no. we're not very good. That's yeah, true. there is that. That is true. There is yeah. that. that is true. <laughs> I don't think it makes any difference. Okay. <laughs> Press hands, please, ladies and indeed gentlemen. For name that boom. <laughs> Amos Boon, the um, I think he's Singapore. It'll do. Goalkeeper. It'll do. Wow. Yeah, I'm not running out of them, so don't you know? Don't be eat me. So you're acting like you are, though. No, the greatest pleasure is going to my Gmail account, and and it is a Gmail account because uh, that's what it is, mm. and uh, typing in the word uh, "warn" every week because that's the only way I can find my list what I made in. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pleasure. I'm just reminded by Ian Warn every week. It's good, good. Right. Um, I was go. I was born in Fullerton. Stop. Ricardo Fuller. <laughs> <laughs> no. You gorgeous bastard. Um, <laughs> I'm currently head coach at Atlanta Silverbacks. Stop. Bruce Arena. No, no. You good, know he's good not. No, no, it's not a good no. guess. No, it is a good guess. I'll tell you for why later on. Um, I was elected to the National Soccer Hall of Fame in 2004. Stop. Alexi Lalas. No, another good guess. Another Stop. Great guess. Tab Ramos. No, you're not just naming. Your, I'm not this. <laughs> we are. Doing I'm getting involved. Because <laughs> I know you're trying to thought. Let me get some more clues out first. Um, I was the first person from my country to He's play in the Bundesliga. Stop. Landon Donovan. No. Stop. Eric Winalda. Eric Winalda. Ah, good boy. Good boy. I, I scored the first goal ever in Major League Soccer. Uh, as a child, I won uh, the state championship, and my dad was the head coach. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Winalda. I don't know if it landed on him. Did he? Mm. Oh well, you got it right. Cheers. Great stuff, mate. Ooh, that was a friendly That's double for me this week. You used that thirty-three percent wisely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do I have a profile? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a profile. My goodness, we've made it. And uh, this is India's greatest ever player. It's Baichung Butia. Come on in, pal. I mean, I mean, not at, like a, an illustrious <laughs> set of players, surely. No, this is a short and sweet one, let's mm. be honest. But um, I, I was looking at Terrifically important. We have had... Yes. Uh, we have had... I mean, we've been doing the show for five years and we've been having emails from people about this guy for all of that time, to be mm. fair. Um, so, but it's a fascinating... You know, he's obviously someone who means a lot to, yeah, to people. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. absolutely. And, uh, football is a growing sport. And, and let's be honest, we'll say now, he's not had... He's not played for any of the, the, the European giants or... He played or, for Berry. Whoa, 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 you're giving the Steady. game away here. Yeah? That's, that's the... That's the big finale <laughs> alright 
And then he went to Barry, get but, him in. But we'll, <laughs> but we'll explain why um, that's so important. Um, he's bloody Indian. For well, land, to be fair, fair I mean, he, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, he, he's he's the most famous and uh, most popular footballer um, to have uh, been produced by India. Um, uh, known as the first poster boy of Indian football, and let's be honest, you know that country. You know they they love other sports as well. It's mm. not football doesn't have a monopoly there. Absolutely. Not. Um, but he is—he's a massive, massive star, and uh, in his own country, and to, to achieve that is is incredible in itself. You know? Yeah. Um, so uh, I mean, he was from uh, a very poor family. They were poor farmers struggling to make ends meet. They told uh, the young uh, Butia to concentrate on his studies and, and would try and dissuade him from playing football. Um, and again, not that many role models in in the no. country, especially in the in the region where he's from, um, Sikkim, which is. Well, up until recently, didn't even have a big football club. I mean, you, mm. yeah, you, you hear that. You hear this about a lot of players, you know, um, or, or not necessarily being dissuaded as such, but you know, the idea of them becoming a professional footballer being sort of a kind of crazy dream, and then they make it against all the odds because they're actually quite good. But in India, yeah, where you know, there's, the, I imagine there's, you know, the, there aren't that many professional teams. Um, yeah, it's, sorry, it's, sorry, son, did you say cricket? No, <laughs> yeah. no, definitely said football. Yeah, exactly. You can. I mean, that's a hell of a journey he, he's taken from from beginnings like that, where even you know. At the, at the start of his career or the very you know inception of him wanting to be a footballer he came up against opposition that's right I mean I think it was um, I think it was his uncle or something like that who were like no 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 you can do this you know and gave him a lot of inspiration um, and he loved football so much and he, after impressing at an inter-school tournament um, he was given the chance to leave school and become a professional footballer at the age of 16 and started playing professional football against um, the many odds um, and he signed for East Bengal Club who are one of the big sides in India he didn't play too many times for them and left two years later to join uh, Jason T. Mills. It was around this time in 1995 where he got his first call up to the Indian national team. Scored on his debut and became India's youngest ever scorer at the age of 19. Um, so turning heads in his in his homeland and uh, back at his club, he won the uh, Indian National Football League, was top scorer in the process, Indian Player of the Year. So uh, from a young age, it was kind of like this guy's standing out. He's mm. different, you know. Um, and a lovely lad as well. Lots of people say that about him. Just uh, you know, poster boy, lovely guy, and all the rest. Of it. Almost yeah. like the sort of David Beckham of yeah, India, really. A, a bit of the Lineker about him as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, uh, the Lineker we used to know um, mm. The one we won't allege anything about <laughs> But uh, he he, um, <laughs> he returned to play for East Bengal Club after that And scored the first ever hat-trick in the big local derby Between East Bengal Club and Mohan uh, Bakan And uh, the rivalry between those two sides is absolutely enormous I mean, it, the, the fixture holds the record for the largest sporting attendance um, For an event in India Really? Yeah, yeah. Which, which is quite That's remarkable. And, and on that famous day in 97, um, he was playing for East Bengal Club. 131,000 were at the game. Wow. Like, absolutely hell. phenomenal stuff. And it's fitting that um, uh, Butia scored uh, the hat- first ever hat trick in, in the club's fi- in, in the, hi- the history of the fixture. I think it's only been done once after that. Um, one of his. So, uh, what, so they've only had that derby twice? No, no, sorry, the hat trick in the derby. Right. Sorry. Um, so one of his greatest achievements came two years later in 1999 when he became the first Indian player to play professional football in Europe. Now. We can't. It's not Real Madrid. It's not Barcelona. It is Berry in the old mm. second division in English football. But still, it's a great achievement. Yeah, but the it, first one to do it. But it's, it's one of those ones where it's like they just don't play enough football in that country, and for its size, it's yeah. kind of like I think they're quite ranked rank quite high for their population. Mm. But it's just just not played quite so much. I mean, they, they, they sort of go back and talk about you know the caste system, whether that has something to do with it, how it's like yeah. the, it's a, it's a seen as being a, a lower class. Um, mm. uh, sport compared That's to right. cricket which is a little bit more uh, revered sort of speed but it's it's just and, and, and the, the weird thing about um, Indian uh, the national team is which I'm sure you'll come on to because obviously he, yeah. he played for them because he was the best footballer <laughs> um, is that they don't allow dual nationalities so like for right. example Michael Shopper really? couldn't play for them yeah. because he, they wouldn't give him a passport and stuff like that so it's, it's, it's they don't help <laughs> the no, Indian no, national sure. team when it comes sporting teams when it comes to well, stuff I mean, like that most of the big European sides do that well most teams do that yeah England certainly well look at like you know most like most of the, the, the decent French sides of the last uh, 20 years yeah. have been like African uh, nations indeed, have, indeed. Uh, have given them the players um 
So yeah, absolutely. And and he became in April two thousand the first Asian born player to score in the English professional game against Chesterfield. And again Take that Chesterfield. Yeah, exactly. And they did on the chin. Um I mean India's huge as well. I know. Yeah. Like, it's hard to sort of like you know, it's just one guy and stuff, but that's bloody huge. Yeah, it really like, is. It really is. I mean, he scored a few goals there, not not too many. His time was dogged a little bit by um by injuries, but He's earned his place in the record books. Absolutely, for, for that time in, in yeah. Bury. Uh, he returned to India after playing. Uh, he played for a few more teams and then uh, went back to East Didn't Bengal. He Club. actually have some injury trouble while he was here as well. He did really uh, limited. Yeah. Um, That's you know. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, he eventually found his way back at his uh, beloved East Bengal uh, club, and uh, he went there a couple of times uh, between different clubs. Um, their rivals as well, Mohan Bagan, um, went to them. It's quite strange, actually, kind of almost like a bit of a yo-yo between two rival clubs mm. he, he signed for. But he, like East Bengal, most players who've played in Italy, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But East Bengal club was was um, was where he, he he did his best. He stuff felt at home, exactly. Yeah, um, and it, wherever he went, he was loved. He really was, and he scored goals and uh, he lit up the stadiums and or stadia and his international career is very impressive as well I mean he's the first player to reach 100 caps for India a massive total of 107 international appearances scored 43 goals for India which is a record mm. of course um, and he played in the start for India in a number of cup competitions that, that we in Europe are co- quite unaware of uh, the, the Nehru Cup LG Cup the South, uh, South Asian uh, Football Federation Championship all these kind of things but they mean how a do lot we get to... into such cups <laughs> <laughs> well uh, Eurosport probably yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not by definition, though. Um, uh, but these, you know, those tournaments mean a lot to the people from those countries. You know, mm. I mean, you, you get people like North Korea playing. You know, Pakistan. You can only um, play what is in front of you. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, they did qualify um, for the um, for the Asian Cup, but I think they got knocked out in the first round. You know, but you know, he, a very important player, and you can't take away those cups and those memories and those great yeah, times well, I mean, for those any, people. Any success they may go on to have in the future, will he'll be like a sort of reference point for that, you know. But it's, a, it, it, a, it's one of those people who should be like held up as like our, our David Beckham, like a statesman who, you know, in future years could bring the World Cup to India or Pakistan or something well, like that. You yeah, know, he'll certainly be one of those. He'd probably prefer India, you'd imagine, but, <laughs> but you know, just he'll do his bit for the continent. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Well, didn't he refuse to carry the Olympic torch um, did, in yeah. protest at um, the occupation of the Bet? Yes, he did. Yes, he was, well, mm. you know, he's, he's clearly a, a political man. I think. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he is a sort of um, but the fact ambassadorial was, type, but yeah, on his own terms. Yeah, that's. <laughs> but the fact he was offered the torch. Yeah, shows you. Um, yeah, how highly the man is regarded in in India. Um, uh, he he, uh, he finished his um, uh, international playing career with a, a farewell friendly uh, organised for him against Bayern Munich. India v Bayern Munich. <laughs> glad to be alive, that kind of stuff, isn't it? Um, but his should be a lasting legacy. Towards the end of his career, he, he started up a football club called United Sikkim, and this side became the first team from that region of India to play in India's top flight. And uh, Butia co-owns them and, uh, and wanted to give the people of his region a team to support, which is fantastic, mm. isn't it? Um, he also started up the... Um, Again, like David Beckham. Yeah. He wants an MLS franchise. Well, he? he started up the Baichung uh, Butia Football School in 2010. Like David Beckham to train and inspire um, young footballers as well, uh, and he retired from the game earlier this year. Although it's funny, some of the interviews you read about him, he sort of says, "Yeah, yeah I've retired. Oh, but if uh, if, if United keep need me, then I'm, I'm always on hand." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's one of those players. Has he retired? You know, yeah. we could see him again. <laughs> who, who, who knows? The Sikkim government has built a stadium named after him um, in his honour he's interesting enough he's also the president and founder of the Football Players Association of Inda, uh, India after seeing the uh, PFA during his time in England so he's given a lot back to the game well, he has. <laughs> indeed and, he, and he's Is worthy of, of his place in the Demon Das Hall of Fame absolutely and in he comes hey I'm in my good man. Both First yeah. Indian to enter the email sort of phone. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the show. If you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble, and the website is thefootballramble.com. Where there's all sorts of wonderful blogs and uh, updates and, uh, and all sorts of get yourself mm. over there. Mm, and also the 15th of December we're having the Football Ramble drinks if you go onto our Facebook page uh, there are links to it there and it's on the forum uh, there's all kinds of stuff you need to uh, either email us or put, uh, put on the Facebook page that you're coming uh, so we can put you on our guest list it's Indeed. as simple and as unalloyed as that ladies and gentlemen there you go yeah. say goodbye Pete goodbye say get well soon Luke say goodbye Jim bye get well soon Luke and it's goodbye from me see you next time peeps peeps honestly <laughs>
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.